A two-day hearing has begun in the U.S. over the chaotic end to the war in Afghanistan, which caused the lives of U.S. troops and civilians. It also paved the way for the Taliban to take control of the country. Simon Martz joins us live from Washington, D.C. now. Simon, have the hearings been as contentious as predicted? And have there been any surprises so far? It's definitely been a pretty dramatic morning here. There's no question about that. This was the first public testimony under oath by uh, Defence Secretary Lloyd Austin, General Mark Milley, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and General Frank McKenzie, who heads US Central Command in Doha. And all three of them, uh, under questioning from both Democrats and Republicans, called into question the veracity of a claim that President Biden has made on a couple of different occasions occasions, including uh, in a television interview with ABC News here, in which he said that he was never warned by his generals of the dangers uh, of the withdrawal going so badly wrong, and indeed has maintained that his generals all backed the decision to withdraw US forces from Afghanistan and end America's 20-year war there. In fact, all three men, again testifying under oath, indicated that they had had privately told the president in a meeting that they believed the United States should be maintaining as many as 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. And General Milley went further, saying that he expressed the view that if the United States didn't do that, there was a real risk of the collapse of the Afghan government and the Taliban takeover of the country. So Republicans absolutely jumped on that. They've seized on it and are now on Capitol Hill openly questioning the honesty and veracity of President Joe Biden. Now, what is the Senate looking to get out of these hearings and will it have any implications in terms of Washington's foreign policy? Well, this, of course, is an example of American uh, accountability in action. Uh, and uh, we're in for another day of this tomorrow when the generals appear uh, before the House of Representatives. Uh, the two political parties have slightly different um, aims and ambitions in these hearings. The Democrats very much, uh, through their questioning today, uh, indicated that they want to emphasise uh, that the United States situation in Afghanistan was not simply the responsibility of President Joe Biden, but of all the predecessors in the White House from the moment uh, President George W. Bush authorised uh, the occupation of Afghanistan. So they, in their questioning, very much taking the long view and backing the White House in its argument that however messy the withdrawal might have been, at least it was uh, finally uh, an end to America's presence in Afghanistan. The Republicans see huge holes in the White House uh, story. They want to understand why Bagram Air Base was abandoned. They want to understand what the United States is going to do now to protect itself against the threat of terrorism. And General Milley, again under oath, testified today that between them, ISIS and Al-Qaeda could regroup and pose a terrorist threat to the United States in as little as the next 12 months. That is massive grist to the Republican political mill. Simon, we've also heard uh, today from the head of the Joint Chiefs, General Mark Milley. He's defended his calls with China, something that some Republicans aren't too happy about. Could you tell us more about that? 
Yeah, very much so. He spent about five minutes at the end of his opening statement addressing these suggestions that some Republicans had made that General Milley in some fashion had acted in a treacherous manner uh, by reaching out to uh, top Chinese military officials towards the end of the Trump administration and assuring them that there was no risk of President Trump uh, peremptorily uh, ordering a nuclear strike on China or any kind uh, of military attack. Uh, General Milley insisted that he was doing his duty as chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, that this outreach to Chinese military officials uh, was absolutely routine, that there were multiple people listening in to that call, uh, that the former Defence Secretary under President Trump, Mark Esper, was absolutely aware that the call was taking place, uh, and he insisted uh, that uh, he was simply... Uh, meeting the constitutional standards uh, that the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff uh, needs to meet. At one point, under questioning, uh, he said that he had told the Speaker of the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, who was clearly expressing concerns about President Trump's behaviour, that he was not qualified to diagnose President Trump's mental state, but he was qualified to assure the Speaker of the House of Representatives that he did not believe that any kind of unilateral attack was likely. So he very much, uh, I think, tried uh, to push aside these questions about his loyalty to the United States, insisting that that is absolutely undiminished. Thanks for that, Simon. That's Simon Martz in Washington, D.C.